Good morning. This is Send Seven World News in Seven Minutes. I'm Juliet Martin, and today is Thursday, the twenty seventh of October, twenty twenty two. Starting in Africa today, Uganda's health minister Jane Ruth Aseng has said that there have been one hundred and nine confirmed Ebola cases and thirty deaths since the outbreak was declared on the twentieth of September. The government has set up five treatment centres and will set up one more. There is no known vaccine for this strain of Ebola, known as the Sudan strain. In South Africa, peace talks have started, aiming to end two years of war in Ethiopia between the Ethiopian army and forces from the northern region of Tigray. Peace talks began on Tuesday and will end on Sunday. The war has killed thousands of people and displaced millions of people. The talks will be mediated by the African Union. Europe. The United Nations aid chief Martin Griffiths has said that he is relatively optimistic that the deal to resume Ukraine's Black Sea exports will be extended beyond November. The deal originally allowed Ukraine to restart grain and fertilizer exports from the 22nd of July after they were disrupted by Russia's invasion in February. Griffiths discussed the deal with Russian officials in Moscow earlier this month. The deal also aims to help Russian exports of grain and fertilizer. Russia has said that it will continue to state that it believes Ukraine planned to use a so-called dirty bomb with radioactive contaminants. Kyiv has rejected this allegation. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg has said that the claim is transparently false. Russia now falsely claims Ukraine is preparing to use a radiological dirty bomb on its own territory. NATO allies reject this transparently false allegation. Russia often accuses others for what they intend to do themselves. Also in Russia, car manufacturer Mercedes-Benz has said that it will withdraw from the market and sell its shares to a local investor. Earlier this month, Nissan also withdrew from Russia. In the United Kingdom, Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt has said that the government's new fiscal plan will be delayed until the 17th of November. The plan will aim to restore the United Kingdom's economic stability. Our number one priority is economic stability and restoring confidence that the United Kingdom is a country that pays its way. And for that reason, the medium-term fiscal plan is extremely important 
and I want to confirm that it will demonstrate debt falling uh, over the medium term, which is very important for people to understand. The Americas. The United States State Department has authorised non-emergency government employees and their families to leave Nigeria because of the risk of terrorist attacks. The United States and the United Kingdom have warned about a possible terrorist attack in the capital of Nigeria, Abuja. In Haiti, a well-known journalist has survived an apparent assassination attempt. According to the newspaper Le Nouveliste, Robertson Alphonse was on his way to work when more than 12 bullets were fired at his car. A director at his radio station has said he is in a stable condition. Asia. Australia's inflation rate is the highest it has been in 32 years, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics. The cost of home building and gas has increased dramatically, and inflation has increased almost three times faster than wage growth. The Association of Southeast Asian Nations has said that it is gravely concerned about escalating violence in Myanmar. The association's chair has called for dialogue and an end to fighting. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida has announced that Japan and Lithuania will upgrade their relationship and begin dialogue on security. Lithuania has been under pressure from China to reverse its decision to allow Taiwan to open a de facto embassy in the capital of Lithuania, Vilnius. Kishida said that Japan and Lithuania are important partners that share basic values such as freedom, human rights and the rule of law. And a Thai businesswoman has bought the Miss Universe organisation for $20 million. This will be the first time the Miss Universe organisation has been owned by a woman. Jackapong Ann Jackrajutatip is the CEO of JKN Global Group and an advocate for transgender rights. That's your world news in seven minutes. You can get in touch with us in writing or in an audio message at send7.org. I'm Juliet Martin. Tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day.